This show is brought to you in part by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT is a unique technology-infused private college that was founded by a geek for other geeks. Our mission is to educate students in the fields of advancing technology to become innovators of the future. UAT's campus culture is devoted to continually nurturing a thriving geek community where everyone's personal lives and professional aspirations revolve around technology. The beginning of the 21st century is an exciting time to be in the technology community. Current subjects of ongoing research and scholarship at UAT include robotics and embedded systems, artificial life programming, information and network security, game development, and other areas of advanced technology. Check them out on the web at www.uat.edu. Shoutcast streaming provided by Versus the World Productions, www.vtwproductions.com. Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. For those of you who just came in, my name is Andy Forsberg, and I'm not the person speaking. Welcome to e-publishing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just going to drink more water. <laughs> look like I'm the guy that's supposed to be here. I will take this moment to pimp my own stuff. Uh, I am a, I'm a part of a couple web series that are here. One is called Western X, one is called Mentacosa. Western X is kind of a Western... Um, fantasy Western. Fantasy Western uh, deal. Supernatural Western might be a way to say it. It's, it's online. First few episodes are online right now. They do have a booth downstairs. It's in the hundreds, <coughs> I believe. Um, and then Mentacosa, which is a comedy adventure. It's a steampunk comedy adventure. And um, it's another one that I'm acting and producing. So I have I have uh, bookmarks up here if you guys would like to. I can hand those out since I've got nothing. Who wants a bookmark? Here, I'll just, me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And we will have our own panels for these things tomorrow. Or the next we are screening our um, the web series tomorrow. You can get those. Yeah, they're even receivable. Oh wow! Right here. Did you want to? Okay. 
um, um, a computer to something? I have an intro slide. I don't know if that would be a nice touch to it, yeah. Um, we can... If it works. If it works. It didn't work. The last guy. Let's see. It didn't work? Well, I think it was his computer. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I've got a lot. All right, we'll just be a few minutes. He's going to get his computer hooked up. And, uh, See, just you showing up solved everything. Spring it with me. It's a jacket. I want that one. No, not the shirt. In the publishing platform for indie authors and comic creators. Okay, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that, uh, you know, that's kind of a waste of time. Indie Yeah, A little tricky to say. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's over your Yep. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have someone to introduce you to. Uh, this is Ovi. He is going to be the one talking to you guys about indie publishing and e-reading and what's going on in the changing media. And um, there'll be a, a time at the end of this. He's got a little presentation uh, to do some question and answers, uh, well, questions and uh, possibly answers. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. <laughs> um, uh, he did uh, found IndieIsle.com, which is a, a platform for publishing um, for people who want to get out there. And I'm just going to turn it over to him because you guys have heard my voice enough already. <laughs> and uh, go ahead, Ogie. Okay. Thanks very much. So, can you hear me? Is that good? Okay. Um, so essentially, what is uh, indie publishing for e-reading? Um, you know, as most of you are familiar with, there's a lot going on with e-books and e-reading devices. Um, and the way those work is that you essentially have either um, 
they either are provided through a, a platform, so for example, like using, um, um, like uh, I want to say Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, and like Comixology, where you could get it directly through the seller and then they provide you with an app that you could either use on your computer or use on different devices. Um, another approach is to uh, download individual files that are ebook files that then you could yourself put on your different devices. So that works, you know, the Kindle is kind of that way, although the Kindle you could also download through the device directly. Uh, same goes for the iPad. The iPad you would essentially download it through the iBook store and then you have the files or you would add your own uh, ebook files to it. So how is that, I mean, let's compare basically traditional publishing and e-publishing. So this format of e-publishing essentially makes the distribution process a lot easier, where in traditional publishing, you would have to, you know, you would print the books and then you would physically have to distribute them and, and, and uh, deliver them to the readers. Whereas in the digital e-publishing world, you would essentially distribute them directly to devices and people would just, you know, read it on their devices. The internet allows for the distribution to be much simpler and almost instant. So this kind of leads to um, an opportunity for individuals to self-publish that way. Because of the fact that they don't have to worry too much about the costs of delivering their actual stories, their books, their comics, it's much easier for them to get it on these devices. Um, it's obviously more cost-effective for them to you know, um, uh, provide them to, to their readers. So, in a lot of ways, it seems like a good time for uh, people that self-publish to be able to do this um, easier than ever. Um, so, what are the benefits? Um, well, first of all, it, it almost creates a level playing field between somebody that self-publishes and a traditional publisher. Because of the fact that, you know, you could deliver directly to these devices, Either whether a self-publisher decides to do it by signing up for an Amazon account and um, distributing their ebooks through them, the self-publisher could do exactly the same thing. Um, same goes for the iPad and the iBook store and all sorts of different platforms where you could sell your own books. So, okay, let me talk a little bit about how to develop some of this stuff. So. Let me see. So if you wanted to develop your own stories, um, there's different tools out there that you could use. Um, if, you're, if you're on a Mac, you could use Apple's Pages, which exports directly to proper ebook format, known as EPUB, um, which then could work on the iPad uh, and the iBook store. There's also Scrivener which is another writing tool that you could use. Um, and for comics, the best way to probably do it is through Photoshop and exporting out to JPEG files. Um, the tricky part gets when you have to essentially, whoops. Well, okay, <laughs> thank you. Just tap the pad. All right, thanks. The tricky part is that you'd have to um, then 
group those JPEG files together into an ebook format that would work for, um, that you could then convert for the different devices. Um, so how do you convert to those formats? Well, you could do it, um, like I said, you could use some of the software to do it manually. There's also software out there where you can convert, um, you group your files and you can convert it using the tools called Calibre. And that allows you to convert to EPUB from PDF as well as um, the Kindle format, which is Mobi. And, um, and you could also convert to PDF as well. Um, so these are basically the standard ways to convert to, uh, to, the, to the different formats that are available. Um, the main types of devices and apps that you'd be looking for by converting to these files is for the Kindle, the iPad, and different smartphones like the iPhone and the Android device. Um, then you could also use these same file formats to obviously send them, submit them through these different platforms like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, Smashwords is another one, Comixology, uh, and the many others available. Um, some of the downsides to distributing these platforms, however, is that once you submit those files, the people reading them through those platforms are kind of, their, their ebook files are kind of stuck with those platforms. So they would have to continue using those platforms as, until they're available for them to be able to read those ebook files. And um, there's also the issues of like DRM, so some of the files that you download have DRM in them. So people can't, again, they'd be forced to read it just on the, that specific uh, software. Whereas taking the approach of converting your own files or getting them converted to individual files, you could bypass that DRM and still submit to these platforms, but also provide the files separately on your own. Obi, what's DRM now? Oh, it's Digital Rights Management, which uh, essentially protects the file from you know, other people being able to get access to it. And it sounds like a beneficial thing, but ultimately it just creates headaches for people. If they want to, you know, move, or, you know, change devices as they're reading or um, back up their files in some way and then, you know, maybe read them later on a different device, they wouldn't be able to do it. Um, so those are the ways that uh, indie, you could indie publish on your own. Um, the main thing that um, you still have to do, however, and this includes traditional publishers, is the promotion part. So, you know, the web makes it a lot easier to be able to promote yourself. You know, you could have your own website up in a few minutes. You could use Twitter and Facebook to, you know, attract different people to your site and to your uh, books. Um, so there, you know, there's some benefits there as well. You could still go the indie route and still promote yourself without having to have a major publisher that, that advertises and pushes it for you. So, um, um, so I founded Indie Isle, and the idea for Indie Isle is that it kind of helps you do all these things. We would help you convert your files to the different formats, and then you would be able to sell it on, through the website, 
Um, and you would also be able to... Uh, the, the difference in the way it works, it's essentially a marketplace for people to be able to buy your ebooks, but we provide them in different formats. So we provide the downloadable files, individual files that don't have DRM on them, but at the same time, we allow readers to read them online. So that allows them to read it across any device that has a web browser. So whether it's their smartphones or their iPad or their own, you know, their PC, they're able to read it online without having to worry about any files or without having to worry about any, you know, apps or anything, essentially. Um, so that's kind of a newer approach to, to doing ebooks where um, they're not stuck to one system, essentially. They're available in many different options. Um, and the other thing you could do through the site is you could uh, promote it kind of helps you promote a little bit. You could connect your Twitter and Facebook to it and have your own sort of promo page for your stories and uh, for your own custom profile. And it allows your fans and potential fans to connect through the website um, and through your work. And with that, um, I'll open it up to questions. Um. For the uh, NDL, for the uh, viewing, like reading over to the web browser over the net, how do you uh, have that set up? Is it like a subscription service where you can read whatever, or is it free, or do you buy individual books? Uh, for reading right now, you do have individual. And actually, let me, I'll bring up the site. So you could um, essentially purchase individual um, stories, and when you purchase one, you're getting the, that online readability and the different file formats. Um, and there is actually a subscription option where you can subscribe and you get unlimited access to, all, to the entire library. There's a, a $24 a month subscription plan. Was, was that, did that answer your question? Okay. Yeah. Um, the only costs involved are if you need to convert it to the different file formats, um, we charge 49 cents per page. Um, and then after that, once you, you just post it on the site and the only other, um, I, I guess you could call a fee is that there's a, a cut where you get 80% per sale and NDL gets 20%. Um, that's kind of hard to say. Um, the site allows you to basically pick your own price. So you could, there's different ways that you could do that. There's different approaches you could take to it. Um, some people have done where they provide one comic for free and then another comic they would sell so that it shows, you know, people could get a, a taste of what they're essentially, um, you know, what, what's available. And then, um, so you could kind of say, figure out your own pricing based on, you know, what you think is appropriate. You know, what 
the length of your story, that's something you could well, base it on? Yeah. Like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think for the shorter form, maybe like a regular comic, ninety-nine cents would work. Okay. Um, and then for the longer form stuff, you know, you could charge more on that. But yeah, exactly. But one thing I'd recommend is not to undersell yourself. Like, don't make it too low, uh, because that that you know that isn't sort of the best way. The free model is kind of good again because you get sort of that preview. Um, but the, another thing that the site provides is that you're able. To People, you're, you could provide a preview of each story that you post. Five so, pages. yeah, like the first five pages is by percentage. So you could do like 10% of the book, and people could view that directly by without having to do anything. They just click on the, you know, the story, and they're able to see it. And it's, and it's deposited in their thing. They could also, it's like always going to be there. If they, if they buy it, they can always. Yes, they'll always have access to it just by logging in or downloading the files, and then they'll have the files on their own computer. Um, very few. There, uh, we just officially launched in November, and we've been slowly starting to kind of market it more. So right now, there's been um, maybe a couple sales a week, to tell you the truth. Yes. Um, we haven't had any problems with that, um, but the truth of it is, is sometimes that um, those things kind of happen. I mean, the hacking you could prevent. So hacking the site, obviously, that's a big concern. But there's always other ways that they could probably get around it. Like if you know, they you know they buy the books and then they could hack into the files and take apart the files and then post it for everybody else. So I mean, there's stuff like that where you can't really get around it. But in terms of the access to the website, yeah, it's definitely secured, and we haven't had any problems with it. Yes? Uh, I see. Uh, it looks like you have, like, cover There isn't anything on the site to, uh, that allows you to do that. We have thought about providing some kind of forum where you could eventually do that. Uh, what I typically recommend is um, looking for artists. I mean, you can find a lot of them like on deviantart.com um, and just different artist resources and chances are you could find a lot. I've looked for a few of them myself for a couple of projects and um, there's, you know, there are a lot out there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm not sure. Um, there might be a plugin. What I do know is if you use OpenOffice, it's another tool. And I'm a PC, PC guy too, so I mean, I've used OpenOffice, and OpenOffice does have a plugin where you can convert it to EPUB, which is the format you're looking for. Anybody else? Not currently. Um, we do plan to do that in the future, uh, but currently we 
let you kind of do it on your own. I mean, we provide you the files so we convert to the proper file formats, and then you'd be able to submit those on your own by signing up for an Amazon account or through. So just because you would, you have something published on your site doesn't mm -hmm. limit you to go out and put it onto, you know, like yes. Kindle or Amazon or right any platform you'd like. Because we provide you the files, and you know you'd have it up on on the India website, but then you could take those files and put them elsewhere. And we recommend doing that. It'd be you know. It's a good idea to get it out on Amazon and on the Kindle. Now, do you have a, a specific genre or a group of people that you are planning to market to to build a um, No, it's, 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 it's all about storytelling. So we just prefer, I guess, um, you know, the narrative approach to storytelling. You know, do like, you know, any kind of uh, uh, educational kind of materials or any kind of those kind of narrative. You know, true stories or any kind of stories like that, um, and then comics, obviously. So another form of storytelling. At the top, is uh, something about promoting it. Mm -hmm. how, how do you promote it? Oh. Okay, I'll scroll back up. Because <laughs> that helped me too. The, the first thing you could do on site is that you could um, get your own profile page. And on that profile page, you could connect it to your Twitter and Facebook accounts so that anything that you do through Twitter and Facebook could then feed into your custom profile. And then vice versa, if you submit anything you put up in your custom profile, could then submit to Twitter and Facebook. Um, so that's the built-in way through the tool. At the same time, we're adding we're constantly looking for partners to promote with. So uh, whether it's uh, you know special offers that they can provide, special services for promotion and kind of stuff like independent uh, kind of services. Um, so we have a page for that, and right now it has a few of them, including uh, getting a professional bio and a professional website, your own custom author website. Uh, and we're constantly looking for new ones. Um, to provide down the road. Do you have any kind of uh, like blog plugin where someone like on a sidebar of a blog can just click on it and then buy the book through your site? Yes, actually we do, uh, and it might be listed on there as we have this. It's exactly that. It's like a widget um, where once you post your story, you get the widget code and you can put it on your blog, and people have a direct link to be able to buy the ebook. So that's exactly it. Anybody else? Yeah, the illustrations inside of the book or the book cover. Uh, what format do those need to be? Uh, typically, just JPEGs. They, you know, those work. Um, and then whatever files, you know, if you're converting over for, from like the Open Office or using Pages, um, whatever they support, you can put into the document, and then it'll export out as JPEGs. Is there any sort of Uh, 
Uh, from my experiences, that it is pretty open, but I don't know the specific rules that you know Amazon has, for example. So when you sign up and you post through them, you know I don't know if they have any any kind of limitations. My experience is that they don't, and that you're able to post anywhere. Um, and that's kind of the why it's it's a good way to do it on your own because then if you go with the publisher, those publishers would traditionally you know typically control how they want the the ebooks distributed. Right. To an extent, make sure it's a sellable book. I mean, do you have any process in place, or do you know if Amazon or Kindle to, to like look at a book first and make sure, for instance, it's not a piece of slander or it's just crap or it's more right. graphic, or, or, or do you just, or do they just take whatever's submitted? Um. Well, uh, we don't have any kind of review process, so you could post it up there. Um, I know that Amazon has a way where essentially you still publish it, but then there's kind of red flags where they would review it at a certain point. If, if the red flags come up, they review it, and then they have every right to take it down if they want. And, and there's been instances where they've taken down a lot of books because of certain red flags that automatically do it. Um, and what happens is that they, um, they do it automatically because of certain words in there and certain phrases, and then they are not able to then manually review it for weeks on end. So you could post something, um, it could be flagged and be taken down, and then you don't know for sure if it's going to go up or not for weeks, sometimes months. So that has been an issue in the past for Amazon. Um, and I think others kind of do the same sort of thing. I think Barnes & Noble does something similar. Um, do they have a flag as an appropriate comment for people or something? That's I think they might have that too, but they don't really base it as much on that. They have their own sort of system that they first do as a basic run-through, I guess, because of past issues that they've had or complaints, like, you know, from people. Um, and I, ultimately, I think that the, the reviews that people give are good guidelines. So that's why, you know, uh, my point of view, you know, with India is that they shouldn't be limited. It should be based on the reviews that you see from people that read it. Um, but, you know, again, Amazon and Barnes and & Noble have different guidelines. Yes. Uh, on the, uh, the profile pages, are there uh, community uh, options like rating a, a, a book and uh, leaving comments and uh, promoting, promoting the books through like thumbs up type of uh, dialogues like that? Yes, there are. So let's take a look. So this is what the story page looks like. Then you could read a sample of it, 
see reader reviews, and there's also a promo a link to a website or a link to a video. And another thing you could do is you could sell, if you have related products, like uh, physical versions of the book, you could sell the print edition, which is essentially a link to other service providers. And any other related products, you could also include that there. Um, and then this is where you have your you know, author bio, so there's a bio about yourself, and then this is where you have a little preview of your book or your that author is actually here at the con. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So Daniel, he's got a booth at Booth downstairs. Yeah. It's a big booth. Big booth. Yeah. A big booth. So then you can see the author page. Oh, cool. So you have the stories here, the feed here, author bio. So it'll automatically put other things that you've done in there. Yes, as you like post stories, it'll automatically have them here. Um, if you connect your Twitter and Facebook, everything will show up here. Are there a lot of any publishers popping up right now, or is it mainly the, uh, the big three, like Kindle, Amazon? Uh, um, there are actually quite a few options now. Um, those are the big three, and those you know I would recommend trying to get onto. Um, at least Amazon because of the Kindle. Um, but there's a lot out there. A lot of even comics has a lot of their own um, for the iPad, where they have apps on the iPad, and you could distribute through that. Now, is there a, is there any kind of initial startup, or do they just they just don't care? They'll sell your book, they get a percentage. If it doesn't sell, that's fine. If it does, it does. Or is there a charge up front? Um. It depends. Uh, some places might have a fee up front. Uh, it's usually very small, but most of them are kind of that approach to where you know you could post it, and then whether it sells or not, you know, it's it's fine with them. Uh, the um, some of them actually kind of review the titles, and they do have certain restrictions on the type of stories that they accept. So there's that, but they're all pretty varied. They all have sort of slightly different rules. Currently, it's just the most recent, but uh, eventually there will be different options to be able to view them. Uh, we also have like this tag system where you know you could view it by tags and by genres. I could pull that up. Um, we have, yeah, exactly, reviewers. We have looked for doing that. Um, we haven't done too much with it though, but that's definitely the, the approach that we want to take. And it would be also beneficial to, you know, uh, using India to be able to get reviews and access to reviewers, essentially. So.
I, I think Comixology does have some kind of approval process, uh, but there's others out there that are, you know, more open about it. I'm not sure what the you know, details. Is there uh, there's something like drive-through comics I've heard about. I think that's what it's called, um, and I can't think of other ones, but there's a few out there. Carbonated comics. Carbonated comics. Okay, that's a good one. You guys have any like uh, exclusivity thing? Like if, if I publish on your site, would I be allowed to also publish elsewhere? You would be absolutely allowed to do whatever you like with it. So yeah, there's no exclusivity and there's no real, you know, tie-in with the system whatsoever. How, how reliable is the payment on these type of sites? Like, you, know, you seem like a nice enough guy. <laughs> you know, well, perhaps you were to sell. You know, <laughs> Um, well, there is a form of auditing, I guess you could say. I mean, there we sell, we accept payments through Google Checkout. So there is that. If you know, you could, uh, if payments are made, people could uh, complain about them, or you could complain about it. And um, but there is no real auditing behind it. You know, I mean, there's until enough people complain about it and where somebody could investigate it. So, I mean, that's kind of typically a lot how a lot of businesses in general kind of work, so. Now, like, for instance, you have your subscription service for $24.95 a month. Um, let's, how would you divide that up among the actual authors? Would you have some kind of system where if they read, you know, three books and two short stories, you get split? Yeah, the way that works is that, um, with the subscription, you only have access to the online versions. You can't download the files. So the files, you could download them at a discounted rate, but essentially you read it online and the author would get 20% of the, of the asking price for anybody that reads it online through that subscription. So you're figuring that they're going to read like four for a while? Um, I, I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how I did the math, but it worked out. <laughs> How's the search engine integration with this? Like, even your own search, like if I were to search for a specific sentence or phrase, would it search within the text of the book itself, or would it just be looking through tags and, and uh, descriptions of the book? Um, right now, it only looks through tags and descriptions. Uh, eventually, we do want to provide some way to search within the books, uh, but it's kind of a tricky area, and it's also the technology's kind of stuff to implement. Um, so, you know, we're looking for ways to do that. There may be ways down the road. Do you have any uh, agreements like Google or Bing or anything to place any aisle uh, up in the first five entries or something when somebody says online books or Kindle books? Uh, we did, I mean, the, we've done some AdWords placement to where, um, you know, people could essentially see it as an ad when they're searching. Um, but other than that, we, the site itself has good search engine optimization built in. So a lot of the times, you know, a lot of these titles, since they're more independent, we've noticed that if you search for the specific titles, they actually pull up India for some of them. So it's been, you know, it's searches I've been able to pick it up very well. Okay, yeah, anything else?
add to it, close that? Well, if you want to just check out the website, um, if you want to come by the booth, if you have any more questions, uh, I'll be at booth 829. Uh, so come check us out there. And you can get some, some more information there. And we're also selling some of the ebooks as ebook cards to where you could buy cards, maybe have them signed by somebody who's at the convention. And uh, you then uh, get a, a, a code to be able to download it to the website. Go ahead, it's IndieIsle.com. Go ahead and say that into the background again. Yes. Online. The website is IndieIsle.com. Very good. Ovi, thank you very much. Thank you guys for coming. And if you have any more questions, go ahead and talk to Thank you very much. I am Gnomewise. I am Gunora. I am Iolite. I am Dexa. I am Grail. And I am versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. I am versus you. And I'm versus you. Casually Hardcore. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT. Only on VTWProductions.com.